Well, hello there, and welcome to episode 27 of FlightCast, the Infinite Flight podcast. Infinite Flight is a mobile flight simulator for iOS and Android, and if you're listening to this but haven't tried it, I highly recommend that you go and do that. With me in the FlightCast virtual studio, as always, is Mr. Skyhawk Heavy, Mark Denton. What's happening, Mark? Man, what's going on? What's going on? Mark, as you know, this Saturday marks the first anniversary of FlightCast, and uh, you've been on almost every episode, so I wanted to once again just say thank you for helping make FlightCast what it is. Well, I thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. It's, uh, it's always been a lot of fun. Um, you know, of course there's always been the challenges at certain times, but, uh, still for the most part, man, it's just a lot of fun to do these. So I appreciate you always having me. Agreed. It's tons of fun. And I also want to thank Joe Riley and Tyler Shelton, uh, for always helping out along the way. Um, they'll be joining us actually next episode for our official anniversary episode. And, uh, really I wouldn't have gotten this far in the podcast without you guys. So huge thank you. And also, Thank you to all of our guests. Um, our guest today, Misha Camp, has been on already once in episode three, way back near the beginning when uh, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Um, and of course, Tyler was in our first episode. Thank you to all of the guests that have been super gracious in, um, you know, being on the show anywhere from, you know, our air traffic controllers to uh, we had. Uh, Mr. Flight Chops, Steve Thorne on, um, just really someone who didn't know a whole lot about Infinite Flight but agreed to come and chat with us anyway. It's awesome, and and I've got some new guests lined up for the fall that are going to be exciting as well. So here's to... Is that why you had Misha on before? Is because you wanted to do one that people didn't really know what they were doing and just needed something to kind of fill in an episode? Isn't that why Misha was on? I I don't remember which one was episode three that's kind of that's kind of below the belt mark to know that he's sitting there waiting with his mic <laughs> muted <laughs> can't say anything well uh, you know i'd say it with his uh mic unmuted you know right. that well we'll talk about that later um so everybody thank you and thanks to our listeners of course uh, cam from live flight is always giving me crap about having an e-newsletter this week he actually oh. sent me a message oh. on slack that said say hi to L O A O L for me <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, but you know, he, this guy, you know, this guy's one of the smartest developers I know for his age, but he can be a huge a-hole. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, that, you know, and, and he's British. I know. And, you know, I can appreciate, I can, I can appreciate that he's a smart ass. I really <laughs> can. Um, but, you know, really don't, don't give us any crap about something not working or whatever you know that that's <laughs> that ship has sailed with life flight yeah so but uh we do have uh, literally hundreds and hundreds of people that have signed up for the e-newsletter so thank you to those people who have done that and as promised as a thank you uh those people have received their special promo code in their inbox already for a raging deal on all Flightcast gear, which is t-shirts, hats, mugs, iPhone cases. Uh, 
in the Flightcast store, which you can check out at flightcast.audio slash shop. And for everyone else, don't worry, we're not leaving you out from now until August 13th, 2016. You can use the promo code HAPPYFIRST, that's H-A-P-P-Y-F-I-R-S-T, to get your $4 off everything in the Flightcast store. And uh, when you do get your gear, make sure that you send us your pics with you sporting your stuff so we can put that noise on Instagram. What do you think about that, Mark? I like it. I like it. So um, I I would hope that we would start to get a multitude of pictures here soon then. I hope so. I've got lots from our buddy Jesse, Speedbird203, and uh, you can check out Flightcast on Instagram to see all that stuff. Yes. So, Mark, what's up in your corner of FDS these days? Why don't you enlighten us? Well, just uh, just continuing, you know, with uh, with the daily process. Um, just pushed out a new tutorial uh, this week, um, basically covering uh, Unicom. I know that you know most people know how to use it, but we are growing every day with new members mm-hmm. um, on the forum, but also on live. And you know they may not understand Unicom. So I've gotten several requests, um, and I just figured, well, I'll go ahead and do a Unicom uh, just to kind of take a break from last week where I did METARS, and um, I'll probably do METARS again either later this week or next week uh, for the second portion of it. But, yeah, this one's on Unicom, just kind of covering the basics, what it is, why it's used, and when it's used. So uh, that's that's really what I've got going on. I'll be posting uh, the event information later on today for turbulent tuesday and then for uh friday night flight fantastic oh yeah you got any friday night flight details for us yet or is that still in the uh in the works yeah i've got an idea of what i'm going to do i just need to get a couple of things narrowed down before i actually uh, get everything worked out but um I'll, I'll get I'll get all that posted here, uh, you know, of course, by Thursday, but just need to get a couple details ironed out first. Beauty. All right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Let's get to this week's guest. If you have ever received any sort of help with Infinite Flight or simply wanted to hang out online with other like-minded Infinite Flight and aviation enthusiasts slash av geeks, you have almost certainly visited the community forum. We have sent listeners there many times for help and advice, and with over 11,000 members now, the forum requires a lot of moderation. Our guest today has spent countless hours volunteering to make sure that the forum is a fun and safe place for everyone to enjoy and learn. Joining us again from somewhere in the middle of England is Misha Camp. Misha, welcome back. Hello, good afternoon, or evening I should say. It's uh, fun sitting here being belated by you two and I can't speak. (laughs) (laughs) You were a good sport. I'm surprised you didn't unmute. (laughs) Yeah, we we appreciate you uh, not removing that virtual duct tape until now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, Misha, let's get right into it. Um, Can you give us an overview of what the Infinite Flight Community Forum is and what your role is? Okay, so uh, the forum is basically a portal where everyone can go online and find anything they want out about Infinite Flight. It's the most complete place where you can find any bit of information, any help, and then post any questions you have, 
uh, and you're not going to be judged because we're, we're quite pedantic on that. We don't like people judging. Uh, my role, essentially, then, is to make sure everyone's sitting pretty, essentially. Uh, not arguing with each other, no racism, whole shebang. Okay. And how do you think... It, you've been you've been a, a moderator for actually how long now, roughly? Uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't have a clue. <laughs> a couple of years, maybe a year and a half, a couple of years? A year tops. Okay, it's, been a, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. Okay, but you've got a lot of experience now, and you've seen it grow even from before you were a moderator on the forum. So what? How do you how do you think the progression has gone in terms of? Um, what you just described, like uh, you know, no racism or hate speech or anything like that, because that that can be, that can be a huge challenge on a on a group of you know eleven thousand plus members. So how do you think that's um, progressed over time? Yeah, good question. Actually, obviously, when I started, I think it was around about maybe three thousand, four thousand absolute tops that we had in the forum. I think it's even less than that, actually. And obviously it wasn't as big of an issue. And when you get more and more more people into a group who are all different ethnicities, different identities, different opinions, it gets gradually harder to keep everyone happy. So what I try and do, and like I said, I just posted a um, well, relatively recently old thing about racism in the forum is mm-hmm. make sure that everyone can have their say. But as long as their say isn't insulting a whole sector of society of which some people on the forum may belong to, then I don't I don't mind if they say whatever they want as long as it's not insulting. So yeah, okay. So Misha, you're actually a in-game moderator for Infinite Flight as well. We can see you flying around with your purple name tags as as well uh, as other <laughs> moderators that are flying around. So how does this differ? For is that tied to the role that you have in the forum, or is that is that is that different than other moderator roles? Well, I wouldn't have it if I wasn't a moderator in the forum, but I'm not what you guys are, obviously. Some people think that every single moderator that they see flying around is going to be going to have the exact same role. I can't access any of the ATC background stuff, so I can't undo a ghosting. I can't get rid of a controller and all these things. So don't come to me when there's an issue with that. Go to one of you guys because you actually know what you're on about. Yeah. And I, I might just add, and Mark, you might have something to say about this. It's nice to have um, sort of a a, a, um, a smattering, I guess, of different types of mods flying around in, in the game, in the sim, because, um, you know, that just the sight sometimes of a mod will keep pilots in check a little bit because, you know, you see Misha flying around or you see um, Ironout flying or, you know, heavy drivers out there, and it just kind of makes people think twice about some of their maneuvers i think right you would think that it would make people fly better and i actually have seen that happen where uh i've spawned and while i was following my flight plan uh you know of course i'm gonna check people to make sure that they're flying at the speed and it's so funny because you can see when you click on them you see that speed decreasing Right. So you're like, oh, okay. So they, mm-hmm. they saw a moderator tag, so now they're decreasing. But we still have so many people that uh, may not be aware of the uh, speed restrictions. Um, for example, that being the biggest issue, uh, or just don't care. There are yeah. plenty that just don't care and are just going to fly the way they want to no matter what. And then they want to complain when they get ghosted by ATC or 
by moderators or what have you. So I would hope that, yeah, it would help. Uh, it would hope, I would hope that it would help uh, moderate with us just being there. Yeah. Mark, you had a question for Misha. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it just kind of goes back to what we were talking about. You know, how do y'all get notified or how is it that y'all can edit or remove a post so quickly? I mean, I can hit whenever I'm doing a new topic, I hit post. And when I go to pin that topic, like we were talking about earlier, by the time I'm done pinning that topic, it's already been edited most likely by Carson. Uh, Cause he's my, I guess my personal forum secretary. And so, I mean, how do you guys know or how do y'all work that out? I mean, even on other people that may post, you know, something that doesn't need to be there, you guys remove it really quick. So how, how are you guys notified about all that? I mean, do y'all work schedules or how does that work? <laughs> yeah, tag team. <laughs> um, we don't get special notifications. See, people seem to think if they put at moderators, we suddenly get notified, but we don't. It's just we don't go outside much, I guess. <laughs> so we're just always on the forum, and we always get to it first. So, so there's no special. Y'all don't have it, a yeah. life outside. Yeah, of yeah. That's, that's I was right. trying to say that, but in a way that didn't insult myself. So. <laughs> well, <I'm laughs> yeah, leave the insults to me. You don't have a life, so y'all basically are just watching this thing 24 hours, seven days a week. Yeah. Well, I don't. The thing is, I I could go outside more. I mean, I do go outside a lot, but you have I just, your phone. I don't, yeah, I have my phone with me, obviously. So I'm always on my phone. I'm always checking a forum. And I, I, I don't want to leave it for like six hours, if that makes sense, because I know something could happen. Someone could say something that's really offensive. It could all go, could go yeah, to a... Uh, can't say that word, can I? <laughs> <laughs> so tempting. You can say anything you want. I'll bleep it out. Ah, yeah. Well, it could all go to shit, basically. <laughs> if... Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you yeah. were going for. Yeah, I was trying not to. I was going to say it's going to be a up, but then I can say it either. But, um... well, there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to leave it alone because it's kind of, I volunteered for it. So it's on me if it all goes bad. And I don't particularly want it to go bad because A, it could hurt someone's um, dignity and then B, it would look bad on me. So. Well, you know, and I respect the fact that you've taken that ownership with it as, you know, as a volunteer to be a, a, a forum moder uh, moderator. So I appreciate that. The fact that you do take so much ownership and responsibility into what you do. Yeah, so I think, that, that's great. Yeah, I think people forget as well that it's not, I'm not just a random stranger who's sitting there pressing buttons. There is a person, obviously, just behind the screen, same with everyone who's on the forum. But we get a lot worse than a lot of people get. We've had 60-year-olds swearing at us. We've had racist comments. We've had threats. We've had we've everything you can think of. We've had it through PM, essentially. Big arguments. A lot of really bad stuff. And it does get to you slightly. So that's why occasionally we take, say, a week off and you won't see us for a week. Just because it does... We do take it a little bit personally on occasion. We try not to. But yeah, it's right. what people forget. When they say, oh, I don't know, oh... Carson's a terrible moderator. Like, I'm pretty sure he'd be crying to sleep that night if someone said that to him. So. It's and it's not well, that he's a terrible moderator. He's just not great at showing up for interviews on time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think is the problem. He's, yeah, that, this and, is it. 
<laughs> but you know, and <clears throat> what what do you guys determine? And this kind of goes along with this question. But I mean, how do you determine when you know uh, um, a member needs to be either suspended or even removed uh, from uh, the forum? Yeah. Well, we try to make it fair. Obviously, we do have the kind of one day, three day, week, thirty days gone forever off the face of the planet, like Carson type thing. But um, <laughs> at the same time, obviously, we do skip that if someone says something bad. And we, it does, obviously, if I'm hungry, like, I'm in a bad mood, so you don't want to get on the wrong side of me if I'm in a bad mood because you'd probably just be suspended slightly more easily than if I'd ate or something like that. But at the same time, I don't... It's completely fair. That's what people don't have to worry about. We're not going to just suspend you. We keep each other in check. We have Tyler, obviously, who's employed for FDS, in one of, in, in the group chat for us. We have you guys in another group chat. We have everyone in the forum who's making sure we're doing our job. And people can complain, obviously. So if we decide that we want to suspend someone just because we don't particularly like them, which is very tempting to do most of the time, but um, we don't, obviously, because we can't. So it's very structured the way we suspend people. Well, I think if you guys would add a separate structure or a separate scale, such as a dumbass scale. <laughs> You'd be first off the forum, though, so. Oh. <laughs> nice one. All right. Yeah, so hold on. Uh, Let me pull it's... up our list of controllers real quick. And <laughs> yeah. remove some you know, I, I think that um, and just to just to give listeners a little bit of a um, bit inside look um, and. And this is this is a little more transparent maybe than we normally get is we did have at one point kind of our ATC mods and our forum mods and it and Misha correct me if I'm wrong but th we weren't exactly working har harmoniously like it wasn't no. it wasn't yeah. the it wasn't perfect it wasn't a nice relationship right yeah like yeah a, exactly a well because one group like. yeah one group was kind of growing in one area and the other group was growing in the other area and they weren't crossing paths so there was a little bit of tension and i feel like um at one point we just said okay look we ha this this either has to work or we need to change something so uh tyler kind of took the bull by the horns and created a group chat for us uh on slack yeah and yeah. and actually since then i feel like it's been really one big team which has been really yeah. really cool yeah i think what it was is obviously there's nothing personal to anyone like no. You, we we didn't not like you. You did not like us. Or at least I hope so. Well, continue. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> but um, yeah, just if we're working together, it's better generally for Infinite Flight. It looks better for FDS. If anyone's like looking at how the people that are running the things for them are acting, and it's just it's much nicer. And it was just I think it was a bit stressful. Like you said, everything was growing left, right, and center. That's right. Guys, we're going to be right back after this quick break. Mark, have you heard of Live Flight for Infinite Flight? Yeah, man. I've used it to track flights and to see which regions and airports are busy before, you know, planning my flight. Right. Well, as you probably know, a new version of Live Flight is now available at liveflightapp.com. This new version is better than ever and has been rebuilt from the ground up. With the new design, more flight stats, a search feature, and airport information, tracking and planning your flight is easier than ever. Oh, man, I know. And now with the new downloadable KML files, 
You can download your flight data to any Earth browser, such as Google Earth. It's so cool. Absolutely. And if that wasn't enough, you can now subscribe to Live Flight Horizon, a new service for only $1.99 a month that provides real-time, worldwide airport information such as weather, runway data, and charts. It also allows you to search for flights, active ATC frequencies, and airports. And as a Live Flight Horizon subscriber, you'll also get much longer online sessions, and you'll be helping Cam to keep developing and improving this great app. So guys, make sure you head over to liveflightapp.com to give it a try, and also subscribe to Live Flight Horizon. It will make your infinite flight experience so much better. And now back to the podcast. So, Misha, what what would you like to see for the future of Infinite Flight? I I've asked lots of guests this, but as kind of time's gone on, we've you know episodes morph and change in in format. So we haven't really asked anybody that in a while, and we know that we've got the Dreamliner coming, which I'm I'm assuming you've been flying around uh, on Beta, and um, we've got Global Flight coming, which none of us except for the developers have used. Um, They've hinted at some really amazing things uh, on April Fool's Day, which was not an April Fool's joke. Um, they posted something uh, about the horizon and, and showed a really cool picture. Um, so we've got all these things coming that we know for sure. Uh, what is it that you're looking forward to the most? And, and is there something that you wish they'd implement that they haven't hinted at yet? Yeah, well, obviously... It's nice that all these wonderful things are coming and I'm very excited about them. Um, for me as well, since Infinite Flight is still in its, why we consider relatively early stages of development, mm-hmm. like uh, Laura said maybe a few months ago, she's kind of 50% to what she wants it to be at the absolute minimum. It would be quite nice, in my opinion, to see something like SIDS and STARS being able to be implemented, something a bit more realistic right. to give people on the advanced server especially uh, just something a bit more like yeah, realistic, like I said, and then the controllers and the controller side will have to be trained uh, slightly more realistically. And I'm looking forward to that because obviously with global flight and a Dreamliner coming, <clears throat> we all love these things and we're all very much looking forward to them. But I think a lot of people are also looking forward to a bit more realism being added sometime in the future, which I'm especially looking forward to. Yeah. Nice, and it's it obviously with a mobile flight simulator. I, I had a um, just a really quick exchange on YouTube uh, in the comments, which is never really a good idea, but I I couldn't help myself. And someone was saying that the you know the the other sims that are out there are better because uh, of things like we're not having working instruments and uh, not having buildings and jetways and stuff like that. And and I'm thinking, man, okay, if if you want total realism you're gonna have to do something other than a mobile flight simulator and in my opinion having and i've shared this opinion many times obviously it's my show so why not um we have live air traffic and live air traffic control and i don't see how abandoning those things because you know mobile processors can only do so much uh i don't see how abandoning those things for things like 3d buildings which by the way I've heard cost a fortune to implement for a flight simulator. Um, so maybe just keep that in mind as you guys are requesting that every day. Well, and, and, and here's what we're trying to do at FDS. And this is what I want people to understand. I mean, yeah, we know people want 3d buildings. We know people want this, they want that. 
but also <clears throat> what they aren't thinking about or taking into consideration is that, like you said, we have live ATC, we have um, Infinite Flight Live, where people can fly with other people all over the world, and that in itself is huge. It's huge. Yeah. But what we also try to do is understand that not everybody has a newer device. Not everybody has the iPad Pro or you know the iPad Air 2 or whatever the uh, whatever the uh, Android uh, newer versions are. You know, a, a lot of people that we have as members are still flying on older devices and. The more that we add to that, the slower it's going to make, especially the older devices. And, you know, and so it's not going to be as fun for that person. Yeah, they may want uh, the 3D buildings, but when they're trying to fly and then they got this severe lag because of all the 3D buildings, then they're going to complain about that. So, you know, we try to keep in mind about the age of the devices that a lot of our members are using. And honestly, 50% of our members are using a cell phone. They are using a smartphone mm -hmm. to fly on infinite flight. And it works better on a tablet. But when you have 50%, you have to take that into account um, when you're when when you're implementing stuff. So that's why we, you know, we we do the things that we do and go the route that we do. And you know, we have some things in the pipeline that we are working on. People are going to be very happy. But you know, be a little patient. And understand, we do things for a purpose. There is a method behind the madness, and we take everything into consideration. So, just had to say it. Well, there you go. FDS has spoken, and hopefully, Mark still has a job. Oh, I will. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get to some Facebook and forum questions. Um, talking ribs, who has a picture of a rack of ribs on his forum account. Weird stuff in the forum. <laughs> yes. Asked on the forum, uh, who do you think is the fastest at responding to flags or problems on the forum and who responds to the most flags? Oh, tough question. Because obviously I'm going to say me because I'm better than Carson because he's not here. But um... <laughs> You've got one serious point <laughs> against him on that. <laughs> you showed no, up. I think it's... yeah. <laughs> That's well, let's give him a chance to defend himself. Carson, do you have anything to say? He's speechless. He yeah. is rendered speechless. All right. Well, you may yeah. as well continue then, Misha. Blew, blew him out the park with that. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's more equal as well than people seem to think because we have logs that we look back at that we can look back, obviously. And when you look back, it's a lot more equal than people think because they might just see, say, Carson responding to loads of flags, editing loads of stuff. But then you might have, say, me and Cam, like, dealing with people behind the scenes a lot more, maybe suspending people if we have to, looking up IPs, looking at suspect accounts, and all these all these things that go on. But um, fastest at responding to flags, I'll give that one to Carson. Problems and forum, I'm going to give that one to me. All right. And I think you should give it to yourself. Yeah, I deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, nobody's going to argue it today. So, <laughs> Boeing 707 is asking, what are the top 10 stupidest flags you've ever gotten? And uh, I'm not sure we have time for 10, but uh, do you have any that stand out to you? 
there's 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 always there's always a few which do make us laugh. It's when people flag the flag message that they get for being flagged, or when people <laughs> flag the welcome message, and we just kind of sit there going, like, what kind of stupid are you? So, <laughs> got it. Um, from this one, this one's actually from Mark. Um, Chris Schaffer is one of our a- ATC controllers, uh, or I should say ATC, since that's redundant. And he's asking, uh, just on our Slack channel, how hard is it to handle the wide range of aviation skill sets? Uh, are there any plans to close the gap with the documentation and education? And I'm throwing this one out to you because he gave a little context. He said, I was just a normal passenger when I discovered Infinite Flight. I've always loved the flight simulators, but this was different. So I see a gap online between people who have no aviation experience to those who are licensed pilots and ATC. So as a developer, I can see where it would be hard to accommodate the requests of the advanced server members without alienating the recreational group. And uh, I've been confused myself with some of the threads that get into too much detail. So he's specifically talking about on the forum. Amisha, if you want to chime in here too, that's cool. Uh, but Mark, how hard is it to to handle this kind of wide range of skill sets? It's actually, it's, it's very challenging um, because... You know, and and I, I don't want to sound so prude here, but you know, it, it's almost like you, we have a lot of people who, yes, are real world pilots, such as myself and and some of the other pilots that we have. Uh, but then we have other people who are huge, just aviation enthusiasts. You know, a lot of our uh, airplane spotters that you see, people always posting pictures, uh, which is great. And then you have those who, you know have literally no exposure or no experience to flying whatsoever. And so they just kind of learn through trial and error. And it's the challenge is bridging that gap. And, and what we're trying to do, and and of course, even in today's society, still we're, we're limited on, you know, where we can uh, post things and and make things available, but we are working uh, towards, you know, improving that. But um, it's, that's what I've been trying to do, especially with the video tutorials that I put out. Um, you know, a lot of people, when I post something, they're like, oh, well, I already knew this. Well, that's great. But there's a lot of people that don't, just like I was talking about with the Unicom. A lot of people already understand it, but we have so many new members that are joining that may not have any aviation experience whatsoever. So that's why, over the past several weeks, why I've decided to go back and just take things back to the basics. Um, and you know, on how to do this, how to do that. What does this mean? How do you use this? Uh, just starting with the basics and then gradually working up to more advanced things. So that's why that's the mentality I've had with posting the tutorials that I've had, uh, you know, on the forum, on Facebook, uh, IFFG everywhere on Twitter, uh, that we possibly can just trying to bridge that gap and provide the knowledge, uh, for people who may not have a full understanding. Cool. Uh, Misha, we've been, I've just been looking at some of the pin topics right now on the forum, and one of them is the Boeing 787 Custom Tail Registration Community Competition. So if you don't know what that is, go to community.infinite-flight.com and look at the first pin topic. Misha, are you involved in that competition at all? No, unfortunately not. I'm not even allowed to enter it because I'm a moderator. Ooh. It's I know. a double whammy. It's a killer, isn't it? Yeah. It is. You're, you're um, left dealing with oh. the racists, and you don't get to have any of the fun. 
<laughs> no, I don't get to have any of fun. I would say I, it's fun. I would say I would say it's fun enough being a forum moderator, but I think I'd be lying to myself. <laughs> yeah, so. you and everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was in a landing competition the other night um, that Erwin Tejano had actually. Uh, he was putting on. Uh, it was a no flaps landing, and it was pretty fun. Oh, and of your course, specialty, Mark. Oh, I know. And, of course, I fly the 35-mile downwind, you know, just to make room for everybody because it was packed out, which was cool. Uh, and I landed, and he's like, you know, he said, I watched the recording afterwards, and he said, oh, there's Mark, you know, perfect centerline landing. And as soon as I rotated to climb out, and he said, unfortunately, Skywalk Heavy's disqualified because he's a moderator. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't, there was no fine print about that. <laughs> no fine print. But, yeah, we get disqualified as being mods for everything. Okay, so Misha, speaking of flags, Patrick is asking, how often do you guys receive messages for flag posts and how are they dealt with? So you've touched on that a little bit, but let's get an answer in here for Patrick. Awesome. Well, I think we handle a lot more flags than people seem to think. I looked at up at the uh, history before this, obviously getting some facts, but um, we handled 78 on the 27th of, what was it, July? Was it July? I'm yeah. lost for months. But, um, we were yeah, just in so July, yes. Yeah, 78, and then it was 71 the day before that. Today, and it's not even the end of it, we've already had over 50. Oh, wow. So it's, and don't forget, it's mainly me, Cam, and Carson who are doing it. Sorry, Sean. But, um, <laughs> are you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. He's, I don't even know if he exists anymore, like Carson, <laughs> to be honest. He pops but, um, in once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, we get a flag message in our inbox. It's like any other notification you get. And then we can choose to disagree, defer, agree with flag, and then we can do lots of other stuff if you agree with it, like uh, delete the user, block IPs. Uh, we can just we can just agree with the flag, so you don't get a message, so you don't know you've been flagged, which in my opinion is a bit evil. So we try not to do that. Yeah. And so we deal with it, and then we can look back at the flag history, and if anyone's been flagged unfairly, we bring it up with each other and go. Oi, mate, none of that, please. Sorry. Right. So do you do you feel like over time, as time progresses, does it get easier to deal with issues? Do the issues um, get – are they less frequent or is it, it – and is it easier to deal with them because you kind of know where those gray areas and stuff are? Yeah, it's you, – you kind of learn where the touchy areas and obviously they're kind of mainly religion, uh, gender, all of these kind of things. So when – that kind of flares up in the flag you know to just kind of unlist it so no one can see it close it so no one can comment say anything they don't mean and then you deal with it behind the scenes and you learn that as you go along but they're actually increasing which is unfortunate but it's not surprising considering we now have like almost twelve thousand people on the forums so. yeah right right um you guys are obviously uh, you're dealing with all of these kind of big issues like flags and suspensions and things like that do people on like trusted users do they have some abilities as well right people who have been on the forum f and made lots and lots of posts gain a, a certain kind of trust level and do they get to kind of sort of help, help out moderate in some way yeah well i think some of them like to see themselves as kind of mini moderators which is they're not so but um they <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say which you know they kind of are <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We we appreciate what they do a lot because obviously they do kind of all the hard muscle work of moving things into the correct categories. Uh, oh, they're the yeah, ones right. who tend to flag. They're the ones who tend to flag the most and stuff like that. And then have a lounge as well where they can talk about whatever they want. 
But we do have to keep them in check as well sometimes. And it's unfortunate when we have a regular, because obviously that's what we call them, trust level threes, uh, who then break the rules. And it's a bit, like I said, I, I, I kind of take it personally sometimes. Someone who I think I know quite well from the forum like does something really bad and you're just kind of like, you're meant to be trust level three. Because for those who don't know trust level three, it's kind of the highest normal level you can get in our forum. Mm. It, we, we don't have T4, that's manual promotion, which we don't tend to do. Okay. And they're meant to be the ones who are there showing the community what to do, how to lead it. And they're very good at that. And I'm very, very happy with what they do most of the time, like we all are. But occasionally we do get a trust level three member who um, doesn't do something correct. It's a bit disappointing, really. Yeah. And how does the process of choosing a new moderator work? Are you involved? Are you guys involved in that? Or is that up to Philippe, who kind of controls the forum? How does that work? Well, with Carson, obviously, he's, he's the newest forum moderator. He came directly through the forum with uh, me and Sanut. We kind of came through IFAT. What is it? IFATC? I can't even say it. But that sounds right. Uh, with yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, with uh, Carson, he was just a. Uh, we had an eye on him for maybe a month or two. Saw he was doing some really good stuff. Saw he was acting in a way that we like people to act at Trust Level Three. And then I literally just put on the group chat one day, "Hey, should we have Carson as moderator?" And everyone went, "Sure." And then we just talked to Felipe. And I'm, I don't know if I don't know if Laura had anything to do with it. I don't think she did, but. Um, Felipe was just like, sure, we like him, go ahead. And then they kind of obviously they're in trial for maybe a few weeks. So if Carson had messed up, he would have been kicked out. So yeah. he wasn't. He's a good moderator most of the time, apart from now because, yeah, he's not here. Well, technically, this isn't a, fo a forum moderator role, uh, although I true, was hoping true. to interview him as a forum. <laughs> I will say, though, it's it looks like... The guy has some mad Rubik's Cube skills, and I was really looking forward to talking to him about his Rubik's Cube competition this weekend, which, for those of you who think I'm joking, I'm definitely not joking. And Yeah, he's uh, very good at it, apparently. Apparently, well, so. and juggling, yeah. I think. But, I don't know if he juggled. Hmm, I think so. I think oh. he does, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Juggling Rubik's Cubes. I tell you what, if that doesn't look good on a resume, I don't know what will. I think the problem here, guys, is actually that Carson is also a clown, and he got a last-minute birthday party that he had to go and do where he could show off his juggling and his Rubik's Cube skills. That has to be it. That's the only logical so reason why he would miss this. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or he was grounded, one or the other. Or grounded, yeah. <laughs> Itty bitty or, iPad. <laughs> or he got carpal tunnel and, you know, he couldn't actually type to log in to Skype and everything else. So, you know, from at the Rubik's Cube competition. That could be it, too. And, Carson, you know, I'm sorry, man, that you, that you we're talking behind your back, but, you know, you were going to be here. So <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> and we would have said the same thing if he was online. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was looking forward to it. But, um, Misha, I do appreciate you stepping in here no alone and, no and filling in. Uh, anything else that you'd like to add before we go? Any, any shout-outs you want to give or anything like that? Any shout-outs? Well, no shout-outs. But um, I just want to say to everyone on the forum, because there are a lot of them, just consider what you say before you say it, because an online community isn't a place where you can type anything. There are, you do get your comeuppance essentially, and on occasion we have pursued something a bit further than just on the forum. 
so we've we know a bit about the person and we could if we wanted to reach out to someone to say hey this person's acting like this on our forum we don't like it so mm. i would advise people to take a little bit of caution we're a very welcoming forum i think us as moderators try very hard to make it very welcoming and i think on the whole we do quite a good job but just be a little bit careful about what you say and enjoy it as well. Don't yeah. forget to enjoy it for it. That's a really good point. I'm glad you mentioned that because there are um, there are cyber rules that we as a society should be following and 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 need to follow. And you can't harass people even if it's online. Um, I like to, and I've made my mistakes before, but I like to try and imagine that I'm having a face-to-face conversation with somebody because uh, most of the things that were, are said on the forum would never be said if you could actually see the person's face in front of you. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's a really good point to bring up. Yeah, it's nice as well. But don't, just don't forget, say someone's came back from a day at school, they've not had a particularly good day, they might be feeling a bit down, and then they come to the forum, which they might look forward to. I know quite a lot mm-hmm. of members look forward to going to the forum. And then say they have a horrible comment about uh, race or something like that, or something even a little bit more minor, just calling them stupid or something like that. It could it could really affect their day. It could affect their mood. And people need to take a little more care. And it, I know it's quite hard because we have quite a young forum, but I like to try and help people understand that. And that's another that's another role I have as a moderator, which people don't see a lot because that's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we do. Yeah, awesome. All right, Misha. Well, uh, I really appreciate you coming to chat with us today. Thanks again. No worries. It's been fun. Yeah, thanks for joining, man. (laughs) That was Misha Camp, and he joined us today from England on Skype. Well, thanks as always for listening. If you haven't already, head over to the App Store or Google Play and download Infinite Flight. For more of the podcast, visit our website and be sure to subscribe on iTunes or YouTube. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash flightcastaudio and on Twitter at flightcastaudio. You can also find us on Instagram by searching for flightcast. Flightcast is brought to you by Linkhouse Media on the web at linkhousemedia.com. Don't forget to head over to the store and grab a hat or t-shirt or click on the yellow donate button at flightcast.audio and help keep us going strong. To cover the fine print, Flightcast is not affiliated with Infinite Flight or Flying Development Studio. I'm Jason Rosewell. Thanks for listening for the past year, and here's to another successful year of Flightcast. Happy landings, everyone. Uh, stand by. <laughs> Air conditioner. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I wish I could put a mute button on it. So <laughs> just turn it off. I had Mark turn it off once. I had him turn it off. And it wasn't even summer yet, right, Mark? It was like May no, or something. It was this was yeah. And when I got up to go back and turn it on, you know, the thermostat tells you the temperature and it didn't give me a temperature, it just said hail. <laughs> so I was like, No, I'm not doing this no more. It took it took his <laughs> it took his air conditioner like ten hours to get it back down to the right temperature. So oh, I yeah. won't do that to him I anymore. had to go how, buy a fan. How, 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 how hot was it? Well, it was hot as hell. That's why it said <laughs> hail from a thermostat. Oh, I thought you said hail. Do you know, like hailstones. I couldn't understand <laughs> what you're saying. Didn't it go up hey. into like the into the high 90s or the mid 90s? It was high. It was actually in the uh, mid 80s, which still that's uncomfortable. Yeah, mid 80s in a house. Yeah, <laughs> that means that means nothing no to circulation you, of air. All oh, right, Celsius. 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 Okay, so Misha, it was pro- it was up around 30. Oh, that's not nice. No. 
Yeah. It's like 13 here. <laughs> Is yeah, it really it, right it, now? Yeah, it, it's, it, it's overcast and raining as oh, always. gross. As always, yeah. Yeah. Air conditioned son of a <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I thought that was how he responded to it. <laughs> It's like, wow, well, he's I really did. upset about this landing <laughs> competition. I'm really pissed about this. All right. But it's Canada, so it's cold up here. I can't help it. <laughs> Mark cracked himself right up with that one. Oh, dude, that was good. Sometimes, you know, well, it's like I tell everybody, and Jason, you know this. I mean, I don't think before I speak. I like to be just as surprised as everybody else by what I say. It's just good. entertaining for everybody. Good, 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 good. After, I don't know. After a year, I don't know what I expect. I don't expect anything different. You can now find us on Instagram. Just search for Flightcast. Nope, that sounded like an... <laughs> just search for Flightcast. Uh, you, you've done so well lately. Yeah, well, I threw that in and I didn't have it written down. That's the problem. Um, okay, I'm going to add that. You guys can hang up if you want. <laughs> this is the no, entertaining this is, yeah, part. This is gold.